Good afternoon, Acadiana. Welcome aboard to Cane Radio Ship Shots. Teddy Slimer with you here in the air chair. Wow, what's some, what about this gorgeous weather? If you're a golfer, you love it. If you like outdoors, you love it. Beautiful weather we've had this past week and also this coming week. Take advantage of it. Get outside, play a little golf while you can. Summertime is not that far away. Got a special program for you this afternoon. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking local golf for the next 20 minutes or so. And then uh, in the second half, we have a special guest from Lafayette. And uh, I'm sure you want to tune in and listen to that. And then uh, also, after chip shots tonight, the CHS Coaches Show with uh, Coach Matt Desimo and the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry, will be uh, continuing sports news and action here on Kane Radio. So uh, stay tuned for that, all that good stuff coming up. But for now, let's thank our sponsors. Of course, our title sponsor, GolfBalls.com, right there in Lafayette on in the Arnold Boulevard Shopping Center. You can get everything you want from golf at their merchandise retail room. You can hit balls into their simulator and check out the latest and greatest and newest equipment from all the top-line companies. Golfballs.com, Arnold Boulevard, Lafayette. And the local golf clubs, of course, St. Mary, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, Sugar Oaks, Bellevue, and Atchafalaya, all our local courses. We want to support them as well. Golf's been good to all of them this past week as all the parking lots have been full every time I passed in front of a golf course this week. So let's start out with Eagle Ridge. Um, haven't been there this week, but uh, just passed by and note that their uh, parking lot was full. But they uh, resurrected their uh, MGA now that they have a, a large membership due to their discounted rate they offered this past summer and got a big influx of members. And so $30 to be the MGA member. $30 also for the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system. They, uh, they recently got their course re-rated. And uh, it's about the same length yardage, around 6,000 yards. But it's $30 to uh, get your handicap charted by the LGA. And just like everybody else, Eagle Ridge is anxiously awaiting March the 10th, which is which the day we revert back to daylight savings time and get that extra hour of uh, golf in in the uh, afternoons. Then down at Bellevue, their monthly dogfight, their most recent one, Ty Burdett. Who wins everything over there? If not him, it's his son, Brandon, who finished second in the dogfight. Then finishing third, David Nakeen. They had the, on their upcoming events, a two-man scramble for February, but they're running out of time. So uh, I'm not sure if Ty didn't get a chance to text him today and see if they got in any tournaments. They did have, uh, last Sunday, a shamble, which, of course, we know is where all the persons on the team hit that tee shot. You select the best tee shot and then play your own ball in from there. And they had four four-man teams. Uh, two scores per hole were counted. Individual and teams were awarded. And the team winning, of course, was Brandon Burdett, Todd Viator, Pat Ainsley, and Mickey Michelle. They were minus four. They actually tied this team but won on the scorecard playoff by virtue of an eagle on number 18, made by Brandon. But they tied with Bobby McDonald, Cody James, Keith, Tristan James, and Keith 
Domingue, I think it is. They were all minus four, and uh, they finished uh, second, and the Burdett team finished first by virtue of scorecard playoff. Then at Southern Oaks, we had our most recent Pro-Am. 176 players teed it up. That's a record for our Pro-Am. Kudos to Doug Beard for uh, getting these kind of numbers. And uh, he's patting himself on the back because he finished on the first place team. No transparency there. Doug Beard teamed up with Boyd Booty, John Viator, and Avia McLaughlin at plus eight. Second place team, J.C. Landry, Doug Hunter, Brett Price, and Stephen Hebert, plus five. Third place team went to Mitch Guillory, Mike Barrez, John Reed, and Neil Dore, plus two. On the individual side, A player, Jacques Poirier, plus eight. B player, Neil Simon, plus seven. C player, Gilbert Boudreau, plus five. And the D player, John Viator, plus four. Our next program is going to be at Kane Row coming up next week. Hope you get to play. The course is in good shape, and uh, it's, a, it's a nice time, a nice event for sure. You get a good chance to win a lot of money. And speaking of Kane Row, here are their specials. Veterans Day is Wednesday. Retired or active, only $25. Senior rate, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, $35. But it's springtime, you might want to think about being a member. They have a lot of perks. If you're a member of uh, Kane Row, it's only $142 a month. You get discounts on all their soft goods and hard goods, as I'll talk about their specials in a minute. But here's the one I like the best, is you get to book your tea time one week in advance. And trust me, during spring and summer, when they're really, really, really busy, You'll, uh, you'll have that advantage of booking your tea time a week in advance, whereas the public only gets to do it one day in advance. They also charge you a handicap, according to the Louisiana Golf Association's handicap system, and they resurrected as well their MGA with Raymond Bernard as the president, and they have a bunch of tournaments coming up, and I'll get to that when I do their schedule in a bit. So they waive your dues for the MGA. You're automatically a member of that. They also licensed to uh, produce UL Raging Cajun logoed merchandise. So uh, that's another advantage there. And so here's their specials. Buy one, get one free. Johnny O polos and foot joy pullovers. Uh, all golf shoes are 40% off. Their gloves, 20% off. Foot joy pants, 30% off. And all the hats, caps, and visors, only $15. They also have a special direct from Callaway, has their chrome uh, golf ball. It's a limited time only from February 15th until April the 30th. If you buy three dozen golf balls, you get the fourth free. Big deal offered up there by Callaway. And also at Cane Row, congratulations to Jace Quibido. If you frequent Cane Radio, you notice him as uh, an assistant back there, a young boy. <laughs> He made a home run on number eight recently, and uh, he formerly played for the Catholic High Golf Team a couple of years ago when they had a nice team. Let me turn on the mic for my compadre who's just walking in, Ralph Boxcar Bajeron. It'll be a second. It'll be a second. He's slowly getting into it. So, uh, Kane Rowe, congratulations to uh, Team Desimo as Ryan Desimo teamed up with Kevin Arsenault, Chad Quibido, and Jason Hebert. They 
finished tied for first in the uh, Johnny King Pro-Am, sponsored by, of course, Johnny King, but it's the PGA, Gulf States PGA, at Tamaka Trails recently. Uh, and it's a shamble where, once again, you hit your tee shot and everybody plays from the best tee shot therein. They had 13 teams, and they tied the team of uh, Brent Williams, and uh, they lost on a scorecard playoff, but nonetheless, they won 1200 bucks for their effort. They shot 23 under par. Good going for Team Desimo. Then their MGA two-man scramble was held recently. On the growth side, there was big excitement there as the uh, two teams tied for first, and they went to a, a playoff on the 18th hole, and the team of Brian Saunier and Nick Trahan won with Brian making a, a nice putt on the last hole to win the match. They tied with Eric Indes and Jay Smith at 13 under and beat that team in that playoff. On the net side, Sid Champagne teamed up with Sammy Bork, minus five winning that. And finally at Cane Row, their, uh, their next event was scheduled for March the 9th, a three-person scramble, but I think that had gotten moved or postponed due to uh, conflict with another tournament. But they have a whole list of uh, nice events for the MGA throughout the year, and we'll be keeping in touch with that. And also coming up at Cane Row is Iberian Medical Center's 19th annual Foundation Golf Tournament. It's going to be Friday, April the 26th. It's a three-person scramble. And uh, it's their only fundraiser for their foundation or their signature fundraiser. And they'll serve breakfast and registration at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock tea time. And a lot of perks for the players. Uh, a beautiful ditty bag, which includes a, a polo golf shirt and then some promotional items as well. And then food on the golf course is outstanding. If you've ever had a chance to play or go out for that tournament. They've got booths everywhere serving all kinds of food. Then down at Sugar Oaks, their weekly specials continue, nine or 18 holes on Monday and Tuesday. And once again, they're one of the only courses open on Mondays, $22. Their all-day special is Wednesday for $31. Play as many holes as you want. And of course, that's the day that they have <coughs> their uh, Twilight Scramble. And... They had one this past Wednesday, and the they t two teams tied for first. Jim McLaughlin and Avia McLaughlin tied up with uh, Chris Bayard and Johnny Bork. The McLaughlin team won on a scorecard playoff. Both teams shot plus four. Then on Friday, February 23rd, they had a shamble. And the front winning the front side was Tom Anklehurt and Kevin Ledford and Jed Mesh. They were plus two. When in the back in the 18, you'll see why Dylan Mesh, Robert Burton, Glenn Dupuy were plus 10 on the back alone, and they won both the back in the 18. Then Sunday, they had a real nice turnout <coughs> um, for their shootout. In the A flight, Dylan Mesh was plus 8 and won that. In the B flight, they had a, a dogfight to the end. Three persons tied at plus 5. Eric Lachelet, Bill McNett, and Keith Domain, and then went to the school card playoff, and Eric was a winner. Skins, Jason Champagne, Roger Pisani, Tom Anklehurst, Eric Lachelet, Robert Burton, Keith Domain, and Dylan Mesh all won skins. Now it is. You lied. Um, a lot of new names out there, you I know. know. Ankle hurt. I never heard that name before. Well, I've had that injury before. It, it hurts. <laughs> Such um, a funny boy. No, but but seriously, even some of the other names I, mm -hmm. I have not um, 
heard those. So that's, that's good to see, you know, you guys taking up the game. And and I went play nine with Jerome and them on Saturday, and they, their parking lot was full. So uh, they're oh, doing, I mean, they doing good. I mean, anybody well, yeah. and uh, everybody should be playing golf right now. So, yeah, unfortunately, oh mother, mother Nature has to kind of interfere again for a few days. So, we'll, you know, hopefully – this week's supposed to be nice. No, not not starting. Well, you listening to the wrong. Listen to the Louisiana Network. Okay, news. all right, buddy. Let me tell you what. When we finish the show, I'll show you Channel Three, Channel Ten, Channel Fifteen, the Weather Channel. Um, <coughs> there's a a cool front coming through Wednesday night, and it's going to be the high in the 60s uh, for Thursday. Rain again Friday, and I'm I'm just telling you, you know. Now it well, gets a, really nice again Sunday. I'll bet my forecast against yours. You okay. Want that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. All right. Finally, at Sugar Oaks, they having that club championship, and that's going to be Saturday and Sunday, March 16th and 17th. Thirty dollars per player. Saturday, you can make your own game, and uh, you must be playing with another member in the tournament, not necessarily uh, in your flight or anything like that. But then on Sunday, they'll pair you up with uh, with your contenders and then thanks to board booty just freshly dropped this off to me maybe 10 minutes ago they finally got a tournament in for their gator golf club uh, and they played the wetlands which board was raving about the golf course what great shape it was in it's always in great shape <laughs> it mean, usually always is you know other than always every now and you know every now and then they have a little poana problem but other than that i mean it do a fantastic job you know with that um you know, I mean, David and, I mean, just a top-notch pro and, and the greenskeeper. Uh, Don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, well, <laughs> I won't say. But he, he's very, um, uh, it's Tommy something, but he's very meticulous. Um, and, you know, sometimes it doesn't make the members happy with some of the restrictions on, uh, cart path and and not, um, but he members does. Members are never happy with superintendents. But but no, he does what's best for the for the golf course. Right, and so that's his job. Should. You know, it's not to please the members, unfortunately. All right, so the winner in the uh, first flight there was Tom Grimsley, plus four. In the second flight, Darren Freeman plus seven, and uh, they had a nice turnout from uh, this page I have here in front of me. And then the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association, Lawson Ruley. CEO and president of that association. Uh, their second Tuesday of the month tournament is their out-of-town course. And they played Madeline Cove in Lake Charles. And the winner of that was Johnny Crevel, Clavel. Uh, second place, Steve Bienvenu. Third, Sid Thibodeau. Fourth place, Tim Maringos. And then their home course tournament, which is on the fourth Tuesday of the month, was played uh, at Bear Muni. And the format was two-man scramble. First place was a tie. Jay Frederick and Don Judy's tied Rick Hederich and Eric Rosen. And um, get more information on the Lafayette Senior Men's Golf Association later. And I got this in the mail. This is what you were talking about, Robbie Geringer, uh, our sweetheart pro in, <laughs> at Oak Wing uh, and all the, uh, the, the PGA Hope training day that he has lined up for, yeah. for veterans. You talked at length about that last time. And now he's uh, he's at some conference, a PGA conference. Uh, it looks like he's running for some kind of office. He's like. our secretary, I think. Yeah, and it's well, I saw his post today on on Facebook, and mm -hmm. I don't know, he, you know, but he's always he's he's active. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it that way. No, you he know. is. Yeah. I mean, and uh, man, Oakwing has a 
couldn't ask for a better pro and and um of course Absolutely. you know we just know he's a great guy but no question but besides that i mean he's he's really to to overcome what he's battled the mm -hmm. last you know a couple of years health wise and then still to, be uh, working sure and still be working and still be promoting the game of golf that's what he's all about man ted he's got he had a a camp lined up from mardi gras Unfortunately, it, it got canceled because of the uh, the, the cold weather mm -hmm. for the juniors. Now he's got one scheduled for Easter. And for juniors? Yeah, for juniors. And <laughs> listen, listen to this. Because the, the public schools and Catholic schools are on a different um, break calendar, he's got one camp scheduled for public schools, kids, and one for Catholic school kids because they'll be off at different weeks. Um, so, I mean, he's always – always trying to do you know promote the game from the ground up which is what you know what you do i mean that's the way to do I it i mean the veterans is a no-brainer because i mean obviously he, oak wings on a on a uh, air base you know right uh, he's a selfless man though no question and yeah, uh, he's a great he, pro he gives you all right then on the high school scene my grandson drew continued his winning ways he won his second match in the high school uh season this year from the lafayette area uh high school association Lafayette High beat out Vermilion Catholic, 177 to 181, finished in third place, was Notre Dame, 193. Drew had a two-over par 38, which uh, was a, a definitely a roller coaster round. Started out with a double bogey, and after, at the end of five holes, he was even par, and he had everything you can imagine, double bogey, <laughs> bogey, birdie, par, eagle. All five scores were prevalent on his score <laughs> card. Just get an albatross in there next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, his next event's going to be Wednesday at uh, Eagle Ridge, where Lafayette High uh, teams up and plays against Acadiana, Church Point, North Vermilion, and Como, and St. Thomas More as well. So that's stiff competition there with St. Thomas More, one of the premier golf teams in the high school arena, and we'll see how well Drew does against uh, stiffer competition. And then his daddy's over in Las Vegas uh, for hosting a tournament for UL in Las Vegas. Get that? At Reflection Bay Golf Course. And uh, they play today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. And they had two practice rounds, which didn't seem to do them any good because there were 22 teams. They were in about 15th place last time I checked on uh, golf stats. So uh, something needs to give with, uh, with the Raging Cajuns either – they need a new leader or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I hope Theodore doesn't hear this. But yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's uh, He's got a good team. I know it. You know, I've been around those kids a little bit. I've seen what they can do. It's just that chemistry is not, not uh, well, it's frustrating. gelling. Yeah, and, and what's frustrating, you know, uh, outside looking in, is when these kids go off to play in individual tournaments, <laughs> they do well. You know, I mean, like you said, the talent's there, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what, you know, what, what happens. Yeah, when Jake Marlow, that, that fourth-ranked player, he he, uh, he won the state amateur championship last summer. So, you know, you don't just win those things regularly, right? You know, you no. got to be a darn good player to win that. And so Absolutely. You know, he's got the game, but uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So, uh, with that, we'll take a break unless you got something else. And then, uh, uh no, we'll uh, but my, my, get, my, get, my guest is texting me, and uh, we should have a guest on pretty soon. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I understand. Yeah, and we'll have, you know, keep that a secret. Um, but uh, we'll be talking very soon to him. Stay tuned for that.
Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. Golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls, clubs, and gear from brands such as Titleist, TaylorMade, and Callaway. Get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high-quality apparel from Vineyard Vine, Southern Tide, and Bad Birdie. Featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear, Golfballs.com was founded here in Acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization. Located on Arnold Boulevard next to Harbor Freight Tools and, of course, online at Golfballs.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Kane's Fishing and Hunting Show, Friday morning at 7 on the all-new Kane 107.5. Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Chip Shot, Steady Sliming with you here. Rob Boxcar Bezeron uh, took a little uh, trip to the to the men's room. He'll be back shortly. And uh, with that, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little golf until our special guest calls in. And uh, you got to about this one for sure because um, he's a special celebrity in our area that um, he does similar things to what Boxcar and I do, except... Uh, He's an all-around sports uh, celebrity. Let's leave it at that. Absolutely. Yes. So, uh, you know, I can call him or he can call me if he's calling in. That'd um, be fine. Yeah, he's going to call in. He said about five minutes. Okay. Um, All right. So. Well, let's talk a little other side of golf till till he calls in. Uh, the Mexico Open was held this week, and a, a strange winner, a rookie, uh, Jake Cap, who has 29 years old, but he was a former bouncer, they say, <laughs> at, at uh, a couple of years ago at, at a, a bar or whatever, and now he's in the Masters. <laughs> no, I mean, it's inc- yeah, he had it. I mean, it's it's kind of been a weird season uh, to begin with on the PGA Tour. You know, I think we're like seven events in now, and um, we've had I think what four first-time winners, I believe. A bunch. Um, I think the only repeat winners were Chris Kirk, uh, Wyndham Clark, and uh, Grayson Murray. And the other have all been first-time winners. Um, but it's all improbable stories. I mean, just, you know, crazy stuff. And, and yeah, this guy's journey. And, boy, you couldn't help but, you know, man, I, I kind of teared up when I read uh, he had had his, you know, about uh, the, the influence his grandfather had on him in, in golf and in life, not, not just golf, because his, his grandfather was very involved in youth sports. And uh, he has his initials uh, – tattooed uh, on on his arm and he said you know he, he talks to him every day and and um and that morning in the hotel room 
I mean, he was sitting on a on a nice lead, and and of course that you know he had to end up um, you know kind of kind of struggling a little bit. He, he I think the stat was he hit two fairways the last round, two. Yeah, that's okay. what I saw. And uh, that's the least ever in a for a winner in a final round of a PGA event since they started keeping these kind of stats, and it's been like 80 years, but um, pretty incredible, really. I mean, when you think about it, and and. I don't know, and you know, the, we you know we kind of go back to the basics, and, and you say, well, you know, it, there's a person misses the big names and seeing these guys compete, and you know all this stuff. But man, when you get these good these feel good stories, mm -hmm. you know, you you're not going to get that on the on the other tour, you know, and um, and like you said, I mean, his life has in in you know. 72 holes has changed forever. Yeah, he only had nine starts coming into this. Of course, he played the Corn Ferry Tour, and, and, it, and then he beat out another rookie, Sammy. I never heard of this guy before either, Valet Maki. Yeah. Uh, so two rookies were going down the stretch. There's a funny story about Cap, though. Um, when he was a kid, he lives not too far from uh, Carlsbad, Ca California, where they had the uh, what they called a match play. I don't know if it was Dell Technologies match play back then, but Tiger was playing. He was a kid watching Tiger, and uh, he kept bugging uh, <laughs> his caddy for a ball, a golf ball, you uh -huh. know. I think it was Steve LaCava. And, and, uh, Steve, Steve Williams, you mean? Well, Joe LaCava or Steve Williams? One of them. Stevie <laughs> <laughs> back then. Or it could have been Fluffy even back. Well, no, he's 25, right? 20. How old is Cap? 29. 29. So kid 20 years ago, yeah, that had been Stevie Williams. No. What? <laughs> it was the other one. Joe LaCava? Yeah. No. Joe LaCava only started caddying when he, after he came back from, well, okay, whatever. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, let's argue. No, let's I don't want to argue. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to. Well, no, I don't, I don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, Joe, Joe LaCava. Oh, no, no, you called him Steve, La Steve LaCava. So. <laughs> no, I called him Steve LaCava. Well, let's just call him Joe Williams, okay? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's right. what I called him. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, no phone. Yeah, that's yes. the phone. I don't have to tell the story. But uh, he got a ball from Tiger, so... Uh. So let's go to the phone line. Say hello. You're on the air with chip shots. Hey there, board buddy, to uh, to let our listeners know you are a celebrity star at 103.7 FM. That's uh, ESPN Radio right there in Lafayette, and you the lead guy with um, a big show that you got going. I know Boxcar is a groupie of y'all. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna turn this mic off. <laughs> he's he's talking way too much. A I'm going to ask you one question, and then I'll turn it over to Mr. Boxcar. Um, you team up with two. Uh, huh? <laughs> What's that? All right, Coach, what you got? I'm prepared. No, no, no. I just I want you to talk a little bit about your show. Tell tell, tell the our audience a little bit about your show and about the two guys you uh, have a relationship with there. And uh, y'all seem like you're having a lot of fun with Darson Islo and uh, James Mesh. So uh, they're known as D-Lo and Mesh and RP3. That's uh, the big the big three in Lafayette. Tell us a little bit about your experience there. Oh, I appreciate that, brother. No, we've uh, been at the station now for, I guess, Ooh, I'm going on five years, and uh, when we made the switch to being an ESPN affiliate, uh, we wanted to create a lunchtime show, and uh, 
James Mesh has been a producer for us for a while, and uh, Dawson Angelo is a rising star, and he was my producer on the morning show that we used to have. So we decided to create a three-man uh, three-man show, and it's been it's been great. I got two young guys, and uh, they're green. Uh, they make no bones about it, but they're passionate about sports, and uh, they're really good on the radio. And uh, I'm getting to the point now, Coach, where they're almost as good as me, or maybe better than me. So I got to watch my back now. Obviously. I don't want to be Wally Pitt. <laughs> here uh but no uh, but all joking aside they're they're uh great you know and and uh, they do a lot of great work for us for our website and for uh on, on the show and of course dolphin you know he's uh, he's been the voice this season of the louisiana raging cajuns women's basketball team so uh they they're really talented hard-working and humble guys and i'm blessed to have them be part of the show and we just talk about the sports that everyone loves we talk about ul we talk about lsu and mcneese and saints and the pelicans and so we just uh look it, it, it's a blessing to be able to be on the radio for a couple hours a day and uh get to sit there and talk about sports uh it's, it's a true blessing and then you got guys like uh you know boxcar uh you know <laughs> if, if uh if, if if our success is measured by the quality of the of the groupies as you said <laughs> we may be in trouble <laughs> oh no doubt <laughs> I, I yeah i you know i had all this stuff prepared to ask questions but now that i'm in the uh groupie category i'm too starstruck to uh <laughs> to, to to proceed so have a good evening <laughs> no look uh the reason i i invited uh, uh ray to be on on the show on on chip shots um and uh, like I said, you know, Teddy and I have been doing this show for a, a long, long time. Um, but uh, we're, we're avid sports fans, and we we kind of spend the, the day listening to you guys on, on the radio. So we appreciate you taking the time out. But, of course, um, one of the um, upcoming events that, that uh, 1037 ESPN is, is part of is the Redbird Ministries uh, Golf Tournament. And, um, you know, this is uh, – when I kind of I heard about it last year, and of course you know Teddy was able to play in it last year, but when I heard the interview that you conducted with the couple who is kind of the, the I guess the head of the uh, local uh, um, uh, I don't know if it, I'm not sure if this is nationwide or not to be honest with you, but you know the couple that that is involved in Brobridge, um, uh, you know. I don't tear up very often, but and, and and I've never been through that pain they experienced. But to hear their story on the radio and to envision what it must be like to have to endure that that pain um, was really touching. And and um, I just you know I, I want to promote this tournament the best way we can. The little bit if we can get one team to join because of our hello humble radio show here in new iberia it would be well well accomplished so tell us about this golf tournament thank god Ray. there was a question in there well i'm doing my body a bear impersonation <laughs> in between there oh there it is there it is <laughs> set, 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 uh, you, you on with the cannon you on with the box bar. <laughs> that's uh, right that's right no uh no look I, when we when we started gearing up for the first one last year, that was one of the things, and I remember the interviews you're talking about, and the Bro family both came in, and, you know, um, it was still emotional for them uh, all these years later, you know, and 
and uh, being able to conduct that interview with them, and, and they were open enough to talk about the loss that they had, you know, where, where they lost, you know, multiple children, right? They lost their daughter, Emma Grace. Um, you know, they baptized her and they lost her. And then, you know, they, they her twin brother they lost as well uh, at 15 days old. So, you know, that kind of changed their whole life, right? And then they made the decision, you know, a lot of people take their grief and they're consumed by their grief. And what they did, which is so and amazing, guys, is that they, they turned that into a mission, right? They, they decided to make this into something that could help other families going through that process of losing a child because, you know, it, it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. You know, no parent should ever have to bury their child. Right. And it's something that is unique in the grief process. It's something that is very specific that not many people have to deal with. And they have dedicated so many resources and time and energy and emotions and their heart and soul into Redbird Ministries to help other parents that are going through this. So when we found that out and when I personally found that out and, and all transparency aside, and I told them this is that. My wife, and ha- my wife and I went through something similar, but not, not to the extent that they went through it pales in comparison. But we, when we were trying to have children, we had an, an early-term miscarriage, and doctors told us that we wouldn't be able to have children. And then we stopped trying, and we were blessed with our daughter, who we cherish to this day, and she'll be 10 this year. But just going through something like that, I could relate to it because it was – it's something my wife and I went through and, and you feel like you failed and you feel like you've done something wrong. And so many parents that have lost a child have gone through that. And here's this group that is doing something that is literally changing the world and changing people and helping people and doing and not to get too preachy or, or, or biblical, but it is, you know, doing something with God's grace. So, when knowing that and doing the research and then meeting them and just having them tell their story, it kind of changed and just kind of invigorated us to be able to do something great for them with that charity golf scramble. And look, it was a complete team effort and, you know, everyone helped out and we had volunteers on the course and I had a little section of it where I, uh, you know, uh, made a little six inch putt uh, most of the time to let people have a birdie. (laughs) Um, and coach remembers that, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it was great seeing the overwhelming amount of support, not only with the teams, like, you know, not only do we have coach, but we had some other people, Wayne Toop played in it last year, you know, local celebrities and taking part in the event and the amount of money that was raised. We're talking like a roughly around $20,000 wow. was raised for this charity last year, just from the golf scramble of the team's being part of it and donations and it, it, it was a phenomenal experience to be part of there at farm the alley and and to be part of it we did our shows out there and then to be part of the tournament and, and just to, to play a small role in that guy is something grateful for and we're excited to be in part of it again now here in year number two and yeah you know ray uh, one of the things that i you know think is um, really amazing I, it, this is a catholic based you know foundation uh but it's non-denominational really because they they minister Correct. to all faiths and um 
you know, grief knows no uh, religions, okay? Um, and, and, again, thank you for sharing your, your story about that. And, and uh, um, you know, uh, let's just hope that the, the second tournament is even even better than the first. So, so tell us about, it. you know, the, the date again, I think, is the 25th of March, right? And, and it's a four-man scramble at Farm Dally, like you said, phenomenal golf course. But um, how about, you know, kind of what's going to be going on that day? Um, are you going to be putting again? <laughs> and uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe some of the, you know, let's give some shout-outs to the corporate sponsors if, um, if we can. Well, yeah, so we, uh, you know, we partnered uh, once again with Courtesy Automotive Group for Bro Bridge. Uh, they were our sponsor, the other big main sponsor, premier event sponsor last year, and, and they've returned this year, which is amazing. Um, and and look, it, you mentioned it's, it is it is a, a scramble. Uh, if you have a team, it costs a thousand dollars, and all that goes all that goes to the charity. Uh, if you're an individual, and let's say you don't have three buddies uh, that feel comfortable being on the golf course with you because they're <laughs> not good at golf or they're embarrassed by how you play. It does not matter. We don't judge. Um, that's only three hundred dollars. Um, but no, there's there's going to be other uh, other events. You know, it's Monday, March twenty fifth. Uh, Check in will be at eleven o'clock. Shotgun start will be at noon there at Farm the Alley. And there's going to be uh, closest to the hole. Um, and there's other spot. You know, a birdie sponsor, pars. You know, all these other types of things. There'll be drinks. There'll be food, and uh, chances to, to win great prizes. Uh, registration fee includes the following um includes your green fee includes includes the cart food drinks range balls and uh get you involved with the the chances to be able to win uh great prizes you can uh be able to do everything that you need to do you can go visit our website espn southwest louisiana.com we have a landing page for the golf scramble that will take you to their um, so their website will redirect you directly to that, or you can simply go to Redbird, uh, sorry, Redbird.love backslash golf. That's Redbird.love backslash golf, and you can register online and sign up. There's the form that you can download and everything like that, and you can make your checks payable to Redbird Ministries as well, or you can simply pay online, uh, choosing Team Foursome. And everything, all the directions are there. But look, it, it's going to be a, a great event. Um, the farm is a course that is forgiving. I know it because I play it, um, and uh, so don't feel uh, don't feel ashamed. Uh, what I do when I play in these uh, charity events, or when I've played in um, any type of event, when we used to have the Chittimacha Louisiana Open, which I know you guys loved as oh, well as I, I miss it, and played in the pro am. Uh, I made sure I played with guys that were good uh, <laughs> because I am not. Uh, I am awful at golf, but I love it. Um, and I think a lot of people probably feel the same way. But, no, we're excited, man. It's ramping up, you know, March 25th. The deadline to register is March 18th. So if people are interested, once again, they can go to ESPNSouthwestLouisiana.com. We'll redirect you there uh, for, <laughs> the, for the charity golf scramble. Man, uh, you know, again, um, just an awesome, uh, amazing the amount of money raised the first year. And, and, and normally these things kind of, you know, snowball. So hopefully the second year would be even better. And, and um, uh, But, again, just the, 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 the cause and, and, and uh, um, you know, what's behind it is really what's important. And, and 
you know, our we want to certainly offer um, our support in any way possible. Um, again, we're we're talking about man, you know, th time just flies by. It's like, well, you know, March 25th. Well, that's going to be here before you know it, right? You know, just in a, <laughs> yeah, a, a few weeks. You know, um, of course, daylight savings time starts uh, what March 10th, I believe. You know, so it's going to have a little more daylight on that day. So that'll be that'll be nice. You know, and kind of hang out after. Uh, are y'all going to be doing y'all shows out out there this year? Right now, we're going to be doing two different shows. We're going to be doing. Um, Kevin Foot Show Footnotes, which is on from nine to eleven, and glass half full. Going to be, <laughs> yeah, and 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 hopefully Kevin won't have a stroke during the show. <laughs> okay. Let let let's all come together and pray that the Astros and the Saints don't do something that will cause them to have a seizure, or, or the Saints um, don't uh, franchise somebody or whatever. You know, <laughs> there's something like that. So and no, we're excited. So we're gonna have two. We're gonna have two shows. We're going to have footnotes from 9 to 11, and then we're going to have after further review with Matt Muscona. He's going to come over from Baton Rouge, wow. and he's going to do his show live from Farm to Alley, just like Kevin will, and that'll be um, going on from 3 to 6. So we'll have the morning show, and we'll have our afternoon drive time show, both broadcasting live from there, and we'll have other folks that are uh, with the uh, station involved in the tournament, playing in the tournament, helping out as volunteers, um, there'll they'll be an appearance by yours truly in the morning, uh, uh, probably, and I will try not to embarrass myself by just walking by a golf course. Uh, it usually happens. I usually do something ridiculous, um, <laughs> as always, as always. No, man, th thanks for, uh, for everything, Ray, as far as, you know, y'all's uh, involvement with this and, and, um, and you personally, again, um, so, so 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 blessed to have you on the airwaves and and uh enjoy that show every day um go back a few years real quick before we wrap up um you spent a little time in the berry well you know at, at least employed in the berry i'm not sure if you lived here or not but uh tell us about your time at the daily mm -hmm. iberian and um you know just kind of how you how you like the queen city Oh, well, see, I, I loved it down there. We didn't live down there because we had already bought our house, and I actually worked there for two years as the managing editor, and I covered sports, primarily the Louisiana Raging Cajuns, and I did a little LSU. Um, I loved my time there. I worked with I, I worked with uh, Don Shoopman and oh, the Shoop, he's a legend, man. <laughs> he is. He, he is. He is. Uh, I, I learned a lot, but I was the managing editor there. I loved my time there, and um, uh, we, we had a great time there. And uh, I thought we did a lot of good work with the paper, and in particular with the sports section, and uh, worked with a lot of great guys like Don Shootman and and Chris Landry and 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 others. So we had a great time there. And uh, actually, I worked there while I first started my show uh, at 103.7. I had a, a mid-morning show for a few months. And uh, then the opportunity came. They, you know, approached me and said, hey, what would it take for you to leave the newspaper business after 20 years? And I was like, well, I mean, the station is closer to home. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, I love it. Uh, I love and it, It's funny. We actually, um, we, we took some family photos uh, right before Christmas uh, for my mother-in-law and we took them down there on uh, jefferson island so oh, we man. drove down there to take our family photos so yeah i, I love my time in the berry man and i uh, got to uh, do a lot of good work got to lead uh meet a lot of good people uh 
I got to cover uh, Catholic High winning the state championship with Brent Endes as head coach. So that was a that was a total treat. So I, I loved it. I loved my time there, and it's, I can't believe it's been more than five years now. So it's crazy. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, Raymond, uh, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, I just uh, I'll see you uh, on the 25th. I'm teamed up with Father Mark Miley and Father Billy Massey, and I have to tell you a funny story. I got to play with Father Father Miley uh, this past Friday, and and he played so terrible midway through his round. He said, "Teddy, I think I'm gonna do golf as my penance for Lent." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, appreciate y'all making the time. It, it, it's a treat to jump on with the radio with y'all. I used to listen to y'all when I drive home on Mondays. So, oh man, um, it's it, it's a treat, and it's always a treat to talk to you, Boxcar, and also you, Coach. I, I told I told Boxcar, I told Ralph, I said, look, I'm still calling him Coach. Because <laughs> yeah. he still coached to me. I know. I'll, I'll pass that on to my son. Coach. Well, he's also Catholic High's all-time witness uh, uh, state. Coach, yeah. Uh, golf coach, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I forgot about the, you know, the, the I was thinking about a college coach, but, yeah, I mean, locally, I mean, Tim's just an icon, you know. He, I passed that on to my son. He's the coach now, even uh, though they're not doing too well. But no, you got to ease up on Theo. It's, it's you know, no, no, it's, it's going to get better. So, look, one last question for you, buddy, just real quick, okay, because I know y'all do uh, LSU stuff, all right? So, just a yes or no. LSU women's basketball. I mean, um, yeah, the women's uh, basketball. Final four, yes or no? It all depends on the draw. Okay. The problem for them the problem for them is the lack of depth. Last year they depended on people uh, like, like Jasmine Carson, who came up huge during that tournament run. They have starting five talent that is stacked up with anyone in the country. The problem for them is twofold. They don't have the depth they have last year now. You're starting to see Poa play really well, and she's gotten a lot of minutes, and she's been a kind of the defensive enforcer for them. But Williams has kind of hit the freshman wall. You saw Haley Van Lith play really well the other day. If they play to their, their potential and stay out of foul trouble, they can beat any team in the country, but it's really going to depend on that draw. And look, besides South Carolina, who's absolutely phenomenal, everyone else is flawed. UConn has lost some games, and they looked vulnerable. You know, Ohio State may be a one seed, but they look like they can be beaten, and they have been. Iowa with Caitlin Clark, despite her putting up monster numbers. No one else, you know, they all look vulnerable. So it all depends on what that draw is, brother. But I think they've, I think they're coming off the four line. I think if they win these last two games at UGA this week and then wrapping up at home on Sunday versus Kentucky, they could be a three seed, maybe even a two seed, and then it all comes down to who they have to face in the tourney. All right, men's baseball, Omaha, yes or no? Oh, without a doubt. Now, will they win it? I don't know. Uh, that, you know, it's always a crapshoot, and it's so hard to repeat in college baseball. But, you know, once they make the switch by taking the Alabama transfer and making him their number one Friday night guy, which is going to happen, and Thatcher Hurd will go back to being a Saturday guy, uh, I think uh, they have the talent. And, look, they got Tommy Tanks, and they got Travinsky, and they got all those guys, and I think the pitching is – better overall i don't think they have a guy that is good as paul Skeens was last year but they didn't know paul Skeens was going to be that last year either coming in from air force but i think overall the staff is deeper and more talented than it was last year but yeah i, I think jay johnson's team has what it takes to get back to omaha whether or not they win it i don't know about that just yet 
But talent alone, if they stay healthy, they should be in Omaha yet again. All right, foot, last question. Football, college playoffs, yes or no? If they can fix the defense. Look, look, now they got they got our guy from the Barry to come in oh, and yeah. come back home, right? With Corey. Corey coming back home. He should have never left. That's a discussion for another day. Um, but getting Baker from Mizzou, who's done a nice job, going to poach a former LSU Tiger from Texas to come fix the D-line, if they can fix the defense, the defense kept them out of the playoff this year. Offense will be fine. Garrett Nussmeyer will sling the ball. He, there isn't triple coverage that he is not afraid to throw into, okay? So he's got a little Brett Favre in him. He's going to make some turnovers. But the offense, I think, is going to be fine. They're going to have maybe the best offensive line in the country. It's all going to come down to defense. If they can improve that defense by 25%, they'll be in contention for the SEC, and they'll definitely be in the 12-team playoff. All right, brother. Thank you so much for the time, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, God bless you, man, and, and um, best of luck with the tournament, and let us know if we can do anything at all. Thanks a lot, Raymond. Appreciate it. Will do, brother. Thank you all. See you all have a good night. All right. Bye. God bless, man. Okay. All right. Nice interview there with Raymond Parsh. I didn't, uh, I didn't know all that stuff about him, you know. Uh, so uh, I, I'm taking it that uh, he adopted that ten-year-old that girl. No, no, no. They, 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 oh, after, they finally got. Yeah, they miscarried, and the doctors told them they couldn't, they have wouldn't kids. have kids, and and, and uh, they did. They did. So they actually had a kid on there. Yeah. You know? So yeah, hmm. I, I heard that that story too last year and on the radio, and and uh, just kind of amazing, you know. And and that's that little girl's his man. Apple of his eye. Well, I you know. guess. Yeah, <laughs> they they uh, they Hattie's her name, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate. Um, I didn't know he listened. I hope he heard some <laughs> of the good shows. That was. You know? <laughs> he worked in New Iberia. <laughs> well, five <laughs> years. He said. That wasn't that long ago. That's that's when he left New Iberia. Yeah, he, only five. He years only worked ago? here two years. It was five years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that wasn't all that long. I mean, yeah. you know. No, that wasn't. We, 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 we were we, still decent yeah, back then. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're not as good as we once were, but we're as good <laughs> once as we ever were. That's right. <laughs> by the way, what's with the water leak down by your apartments? No, no, that's not a water leak. They uh, cleaned off the balcony. Oh, my goodness. Could they park there because yeah. of well, <laughs> all right. We're really not talking golf. That's but, way you know, off. Yeah. The lady coming out of DJW and uh, the water's <laughs> flowing on her I car. Know. She said, "I'm glad I washed my car." <laughs> I know. Yes, <laughs> free, oh. free car wash if you if you park in front of the balcony and <laughs> googling on. Oh my! All right, what all you right. got? I have well, to, I, it, it started about 26 minutes ago, but the match is going on tonight. Mm -hmm. I know that. Oh boy. <laughs> You, right. you weren't too interested. No. <laughs> you know. Rory. Uh, no, I, I didn't. Maxoma, you know. Yeah. Lexi and Rose Zang. Yeah. Is Rose Zang the, uh, the Stanford girl that's yeah. still an amateur playing for Stanford? Um, I guess she's still an amateur. I thought she had I, turned. I thought I'd read something where she declined turning pro. Oh. She wanted to finish. Well, could be. Uh, uh, man, you know, look, I was so fired up to have this interview lined up. Uh, I didn't, I didn't do too much prep work, you know. So yeah, that's cool. But it's okay. You it's know. all right. So um, uh, well, oh, a, I, I would say not huge news, but again, I hate, I don't like live, and I don't, I don't like to prom promote them necessarily. But Anthony Kim coming back, you know, to play is kind of big news. Um, because he's been this mystery <laughs> figure that's disappeared 
off the golf radar for a long, long time. And uh, he's now 38 uh, years old, I believe. Um, and he's going to be teeing it up this weekend in, in, at a live event. He's not a, you know, he's not signed to live golf. He's playing on some kind of special um, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, do you think Anthony Kim can become relevant again after all this time? Not really. I don't, you know. I, look, look, look what happened to um, Angel Cabrera in the in the seniors tournament. He came back after what two or three years in the pen there, <laughs> and, and and he t- played terrible. You know, I mean, uh, I, mean and, I can't and believe they they limit balls during their you know uh, exercise. And, and, and then <laughs> the, the other guy, John Daly, he needs to quit. Oh, he John got Daly, eighty seven opening round in that championship. Yeah, he, he doesn't I see, care I got anymore. that right here. Yeah, um, so who won that? Uh, I think a guy named Gonzalez from uh, from Argentina, yeah. Uh, Gonzalez and Richard Ricardo Gonzalez won the uh, Tour Championship at Morocco and uh, shot 10 on the par. This fellow Argentinian, Angel Cabrera, tied for 27th, which is not bad, but and then John Daly opened with an 87. He needs to retire and just do his Hooters thing. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I know it's kind of gone off the off the rails here, but uh, but I was watching uh, the, some of the final round uh, of the PGA tournament in Mexico, and uh, when they were showing uh, Nap's uh, swing, they showed a um, they kind of superimposed uh, Freddie Couples swing with his. Oh, really? What I'm telling you, Teddy, it is exactly alike. I mean. Fred Couples had a unique swing. Well, you know? no, real, you know, real long, you know, and and just the tempo, it, it, they, it, they they did it in real time, and they they came to impact together, and that that that's you know it's incredible. I, but he ne- he didn't say that he you know emulized Fred Couple no. or tried to do his swing, but that's what it ended up you know being like. Um, but yeah, his story was really, um, I mean, to think you work as a bouncer at a country club and this guy's tiny <laughs> okay <laughs> who would be afraid of him at a really? as a bouncer oh no he said i just tried to look tough because why would a country club need a bouncer yeah it's it i don't know you know i mean they they stayed <laughs> open they, well no they stayed it was the bar at the country club the restaurant and bar at and i guess okay you know but, but it's like a high end you know, country club you know <laughs> you know it's not like a, a you think it you know I don't know. At Bushwood Country Club, at, you know, even Rock Interview yeah, and that. You know, they. So, yeah. But, uh, but no, I mean, this this guy was out there, and, and uh, but he'd, he'd, he'd go, he'd, he'd get off like at uh, 2 in the morning, go home and sleep a little while, go practice from like 10 or 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., then go back at, on his shift as a bouncer. And that's what he did, you know, for, uh, for, for two years. And, and, um, you know, <laughs> he well, said it gave him a lot of perspective. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget the uh, CHS Coaches Show with uh, Coach Desimo along with the voice of the Panthers, Tony Landry. I'm sure they're going to be talking quite a bit about their uh, excellent CHS basketball team that's coming up in the playoffs this week. Stay tuned for all that. Hey, guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Kane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. 
And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy golfballs.com carries the latest selection of golf balls clubs and gear from brands such as titleist taylormade and callaway get custom fit in our state-of-the-art golf simulator or shop our selection of high quality apparel from vineyard vine southern tide and bad birdie featuring 20,000 square feet of golf equipment and gear golfballs.com was founded here in acadiana 25 years ago and remains the world leader in golf customization located on arnold boulevard next to harbor freight tools and of course online at golfballs.com Sugar Oaks Golf Course, located at 4002 Sugar Oaks Road, is an 18-hole regulation golf course. This medium yardage layout has adequate length, wide fairways, and not-too-difficult approach shots. Sugar Oaks Golf Course is a semi-private course that's open to the public. Our guest rates are very attractive, and our monthly dues are accommodating. Give us a call for your tee time. That's Sugar Oaks Golf Course in New Iberia. Phone 337-364-7611. 364-7611. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5. You're listening to KANE 1240 AM and K298CQ 107.5 FM. New Iberia. The voice of the Tash. Kane. 